Well, Kurt, we want to welcome George Ehrenholt to our radio broadcast this morning. Uh, George, welcome to the broadcast. Thank you. Good morning. It's been, uh, I think, uh, over a year or so since we've had you, and uh, we're glad to welcome you back this morning. Uh, your title is Central Supply and Transportation uh, Coordinator, so you kind of wear a couple of different hats, probably more than just two in reality. But uh, tell us a little bit about, before we get into job responsibility, maybe just how, how many years you've been at the mission, how you got here. Well, I've been here 17 years. It goes by certainly very, very fast. Uh, how I got here was kind of a... Uh, a little different road. I was actually uh, with a friend of mine. We were going to do prison ministry. And uh, on the way out, he had uh, asked me a question. He says, uh, would you consider another job? And and my immediate response was, uh, well, no, not really. I said, I've got a, a good job. I like what I do. It's honest work. And I said, it's uh, it's steady. So, no, not really. And uh, But, you know, that thought didn't go away because it was just kind of just out of the blue of what we normally would talk about on the way out to uh, Ravenna Jail. And um, so the thought didn't go away, and I just I just prayed about it. I said, well, Lord, if you're calling me into the job market, okay, that's fine, but you're going to have to bring it to me because I don't want to do resumes and I don't want to do interviews, but, you know, if that's what you want me to do, fine. And one thing led to another, and uh, uh, it led me here to the Haven. In fact, uh, Jeff, you had posted a, uh, a job description uh, on the uh, bulletin board at Middlebury mm-hmm. Chapel where we were both attending at the time, and I remember looking at that job description and thinking, gag me, who would want to do that for one day, let alone day after day? But I thought, all right, you know, God, if you're calling me back into the job market, go down to the Haven of Brest, and if you you mess up, hey, that's fine, because, you know, they'll at least be friendly to you. (laughs) And so I went down there, and I uh, filled out an application and went through the interview process, and uh, I think it was the first interview I came to the realization, you know what, I don't care what they want me to do. I, I need to be part of what's going on down there. Not that I was going to bring anything to the Haven, but there was just something that was going on there that I needed uh, in my life. And so, uh, you know, one thing led to another. Uh, they hired me, and uh, this is where we're at today. So that's kind of a quick view of how I got here. Hmm. Well, you know, you look at your title, Central Supply Transportation Coordinator. Uh, there's a lot that's involved in that, and it's very um uh, it, it impacts our ministry uh, in a big way. Why don't you tell us a little bit about central supply and transportation? What is that? Well, it's interesting, uh, you know, when you talk about that. Before I had hired in at the Haven of Rest, I was doing my own personal study on uh, Joseph in Egypt. And one of the things that struck me about Joseph was when he was dealing with all the the years of, of, of surplus, you know, he had to use wisdom on what to do with that because he knew that it wasn't going to go on, that there was going to be a time of famine. And I realized quickly that, you know, that what I was going to be doing, I had to, I had to orchestrate what was coming in in and make sure that we didn't run out and and yet on the other hand distribute it because we're not a, a holding uh, warehouse here so the things have to go in in a timely or go on in a timely manner but what I do in central supply is the uh, donations come in pretty much food canned goods and things like that my responsibility is to work with volunteers as far as weighing it uh, and boxing it and then storing it and then again uh, distributing it uh, transportation that also ties in with that because part of the responsibility of that is to make sure the vehicles are maintained properly and running properly uh, serviced and that sort of thing I, I deal with scheduling them because we have a lot of people that need the vehicles and uh, and part of that is coordinating with volunteers on going out into the community to pick up uh, donations from various organizations mm-hmm. So. Well, I bet you've learned, I mean, just thinking of, when talking about transportation, you, you've probably learned some skills that maybe, I, of course, I don't know what your background uh, was before coming here, but um, you probably learned a, a few things along the way, as we all have, 
uh, in our various jobs that maybe we didn't know before. For instance, like transportation, maybe, you know, uh, learn more about, you know, engines or, or, or uh, lights or things, little things that, you know, um, need to be checked here and there, or even things just about even how to manage uh, warehousing, I guess, that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, mechanically, some minor things, nothing major, because that's still, that's an interest or that's an area that I, I just don't have a bent for that type of thing. I marvel at guys that can do mechanical things. I'm not one of them. Nor do we have the equipment to be able to right. do that here, too. Uh, yeah, but, you know, and, and scheduling and that type of thing, and, and also warehousing, uh, you know, you have to have set up to where the merchandise that's coming in, the donations come in, are, are sitting and not just sitting there for a long period of time, that there there's an end to it, the in and out, in and out. So you have to have space to where you can store it and yet clear that space so you don't get backed up and you're working over yourself. Yep. Well, you know, George, as we started this program, Kurt, we were saying how important uh, your ministry is because when you're doing transportation and you're doing central supply, as you talk about in and out, uh, canned goods coming in, canned goods going out, you guys are actually inter- really interacting with a lot of the people that are donating this stuff. Is that correct? That's correct. And how does that work? Well, uh, I have volunteers that come in on a regular basis. Uh, that was set up before I got here. And uh, we continue it today. And we have routes, particular routes that they go out, certain routes on certain days. And they, uh, they have uh, times that they need to be doing these pickups at uh, different places. And they do that week after week after week. One of the privileges that I have at the Haven of Rest, and I, and I think this is this is one of my best perks for me personally, is I uh, I get to sit down with these guys once a week, some guys twice a week, and I have for for years. And you know, you get to know each other, they get to know your story, you get to know their story, and you kind of do life together. And uh, the pinnacle of that is that you know, as you do that, we have an opportunity to pray with each other. And uh, we've gone through a lot of uh, uh, serious life issues with each other, uh, whether it be cancer, deaths, uh, healings, uh, not healings. But, you know, you do life together and you get to know each other. And so that, to me, is one of the, the highlights and one of the perks that I have here working at the Haven of Rest is the relationships that you build with these individuals that you normally would not come across. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the unique things about the Haven of Rest is that it gives you an opportunity to pray with those that you work with. Mm-hmm. And that that's huge uh, mm-hmm. uh, when you don't have that, you know, and that's a huge difference for me. And it, it has just enriched my life a great deal to know these guys. Reminds me of uh, when John Carney shares with us about when he came to the Haven of Rest, when he worked in the, uh, when he first started in clothing. How do I make clothing uh, a ministry? How do I make it more than just handing somebody uh, pants, socks, shoes, and saying, you know, you know, peace? And, and uh, you know, the Lord really a- opened up avenues to, as you said, George, do life together and also to pray with, uh, with the folks that are coming in, as taking it, you know, much um, to a higher realm than just merely just, you know, offering them something physical. You coined a phrase uh, for uh, organizing central supply processing the things called reverse shopping. It seems to I've never forgotten it. So when I heard it first time, it always stuck. And uh, you know, we had a lot of people in that you or I will in you know, a tour, and other people will talk about reverse shopping. I think people get that concept, but explain it in terms of how things are processed and organized in central supply. There. Well, what I mean by reverse shopping, if you think about it, when you go to the store. You go to the grocery store. You get a shopping cart, and you get some bags, and you, you select your groceries, and it's various things. And you put them in the bags, put them in your cart, and you pay for them, and you go home and put them in your house and that type of thing. And it's kind of when, when it gets here, they're in a shopping bag or whatever, 
and now we have to reverse that. We have to take it out of the bag, separate it, and put it in individual areas or boxes so we can inventory it and then reuse it. So it's a reversal process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, you obviously have some great teams that do that uh, for you. And we also have some, uh, you know, when you look at the cans coming in, where would these type of things come in from, like canned goods? Those are coming through schools? Schools, businesses. But I think the majority of them come in just from private individuals, just mm-hmm. from families, individuals. And, you know, if you see one, one can, and that, most cans weigh about a pound, you can almost figure by the time it leaves the donor's hand and it gets to whoever's going to be receiving that, that that can has been handled nine times, maybe mm-hmm. more. So if you got one pound, you multiply that by nine. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of weight, a lot of volume that goes through here, not only in my area, but like in clothing. Because it gets handled so many times by the time it gets to the recipient. Well, importance of working together, uh, mm-hmm. that's for sure. Uh, the other thing I was thinking about, you talked about where they come from. I was thinking about two events that, that up to this point uh, happen annually. Mm-hmm. The Postal Workers Food Drive, which is typically held in uh, 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 May. Yes. May. And then the uh, what we've recently um had was the Chick-fil-A mm-hmm. uh, camp food drive to benefit Haven Rest. So those have been two, uh, I would say, community events. And, that again, we are, we are blessed to live in a very generous community uh, that uh, thinks of others uh, more, more than themselves. Um, seems like the last time you were here, maybe, maybe both times that I recall since Jeff and I have been doing the broadcast, we, we've asked about um, most memorable things that you've ever seen come in. Uh, most people are very generous. Sometimes mm-hmm. I think they'll throw in some things um, that maybe they just wanted to move out of the house and didn't want to throw out or something. I don't know. If you remember this, tell us about it. If not, we'll just throw it back to Jeff for the next question. But there was something about was – was there something with a with a, uh, a reptile or a meat or some kind? Yeah, it was it, a can of rattlesnake. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, it wasn't alive. <laughs> okay. So yeah. – Southwest uh, rather? Uh, yeah, I, I didn't look that closely. I just moved the can on. Okay. You know. and, the, and the big question is, uh, did, did Dorothy use that for... Uh, no, we for did not use that here. <laughs> we did not use that at the Haven of Brass. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, George, the privilege, we have a lot of different departments uh, that operate in, in the organization. George, you get to see firsthand in your department how the Lord provides. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? You know, really, yeah, quickly, a couple quick stories. Uh, I had been here probably maybe six months or so, and you kind of get a feel for the operation and the culture and, and the cycle of things here and and all the, the volume of food that we process over at Central Supply. And there was a, a small jar of grape jelly, or syrup, I'm sorry, grape syrup. And I looked at that and I thought, you know, what are we going to do with this? I mean, it was just minute. And I just put it in the box. And later on, the inventory clerk from uh, the kitchen came over and he's looking through some things, and he's at the uh, the box with uh, syrup in it. And he looked at it, he goes, oh, blueberry syrup. Praise God, we were praying for that this morning. Wow. Mm. And, you know, the Lord just spoke to me, don't, don't question anything that comes in here. <laughs> it's here for a reason. You just need to figure out where it needs to go and do it in a timely manner. And after that, I just don't, I don't question anything that comes in because there's a, there's a reason it's here. Mm-hmm. I've seen diapers that, I have, that have, uh, I've given away uh, because people donate it. People call in and they need it, and I will give a particular size away maybe in the morning and maybe the, that afternoon or the next morning 
that size or more comes back in. So yeah. I, you, you see it constantly replenished. Mm -hmm. And I tell people that's what we do here. We give things away, mm -hmm. and it, and it's a privilege to be able to do that because we live. We do. We live in a very generous uh, area, mm -hmm. just like you were saying. Mm -hmm. And I tell people if you're going to be homeless, it's not a good thing to be. But if you are, this is a great area because the community is so so generous and so supportive. Mm -hmm. I think I only have one one other question. Uh, and uh, uh, I remember again, I'm, I'm going back, uh, and this is un, we didn't prompt George that I was going to ask him this, but sometimes remembering my own mental archives, I think from the last time he was here, um, that w was there someone that contacted you? It, it was along the lines of how how God there, there's no like no accidents in His sovereignty, just like the the grape syrup, okay, and just diapers and things. Wasn't there somebody contacted you thinking that they they were calling from out of state or something? And weren't they thinking that they were calling somewhere in their neighborhood or nearby? You had somehow had a chance to minister, I think, to them. Uh, if you remember it, tell us that story. If not, we'll just move no. I, on. I do, I do, and you know, I, I did have an opportunity to minister. Fortunately, I didn't. I almost blew it. The lady called in, and she wanted, she needed some personal care items, and she just, she went on and on and on about the troubles that she was having. Mm -hmm. And I started to grow impatient. You know, I'm thinking, all right, come on, let's get to the bottom line. You know, uh, you know, I've got things to do. And I didn't. I, I listened to her. I listened to her. And finally, I think probably about 10 minutes later, the conversation was over. And I said, I'll have the items for you up in the clothing drop-off desk. Hung up the phone thinking, okay. Um, a little bit later, she called back. And before, before she hung up the first time, I had an opportunity to pray with her. I get a call a page later on, and it's uh, the lady calling back and wanting to know, where we were located at and I and she said and I tried to give her directions and she couldn't follow them so she said well here let me let you talk to my driver and he gets on the phone and he said are you located on the haven at a particular street and I said no we're on West Market Street I said where are you calling from and he said in Tennessee wow and I realized, you know, that lady wasn't calling for a donation of food. She needed somebody to pray with her. Mm -hmm. And not food, but uh, personal care. Mm -hmm. She needed somebody to pray with her. Mm -hmm. And I almost messed, missed that opportunity. Hmm. You know, I'm sure she got, hopefully she got help down in Tennessee. But there was more than just yeah, a it was material just, need yeah, there again. Yeah, you know? again, I almost blew it because, oh, I was in a hurry and need to get things done, you know. But. Yeah. Well, and you know, that's the beauty of the ministry here, mm -hmm. Kurt and George. Uh, we don't know who's calling on, on that other phone. Uh, the opportunity to, to minister there, the opportunity to minister through Central Supply, to transportation with your volunteers going out, interacting with all those wonderful organizations that, that donate. And in saying all that, uh, as we wrap things up, how can we pray for you and your department, George? Just pray for um, uh, the uh, safety of the volunteers when they go out. Uh, you know, the vehicles, transportation, going back and forth, because... I've been here 17 years, and I think in all 17 years, I think there was only one or two days that we actually canceled doing pickups. And these guys have gone out in some really bad weather. Mm -hmm. So protection for the vehicles uh, and the drivers, and uh, that we would uh, handle the donations uh, in a way that would please and honor God. George, thanks for being here, and thank you for your ministry, Central Supply Transportation. Well, thank you for having me.